This message is from Pastor Isiko Chima of Anointed Assembly International Ministry. May God bless you as you listen to the anointed word of life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Father, we bless the holy name as we stand before your presence this morning. We are standing on your holy ground. Let your anointing for holiness prevail this morning and bless us. In Jesus' name we pray. The Lord is good. So this morning we are continuing Patra message, Heavenly Alert, Part 3, and we are taking our message from the book of Isaiah, chapter 60, and I will read from verse 1. Isaiah chapter 60, verse 1. Arise, shine. For the light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. Somebody here is the light of the world. Amen. The Lord say you are the light of the world. That means without you, the whole world will be filled with darkness. And the Lord wants to make sure that we continue to remain that light. He does not want darkness to prevail over his work on this earth in Jesus' name. Amen. In our part two of this message, the Lord spoke on immorality, and that is still what he's still talking about in this part three. In that message, the Lord declared immorality as a deadly virus, a spiritual cancer that is of destinies and devours one's chance of eternity in heaven. He likened spirit of immorality as a deadly disease all over the world on assignment to condemn the world, condemn believers and non-believers to eternity in hell. And that accounts for why the Lord in his infinite mercies and grace is sounding this continuous heavily alert on immorality for his children all over the world to come out and be separated from this rampaging deadly virus of death and destruction unto hell. So in Isaiah chapter 60, he declared, Arise, shine, for the light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. He said, For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and great darkness the people, but the Lord shall arise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon thee. There shall be gross darkness. He said, but then the Lord will arise. His light will still arise. And his soul will still prevail. God called us, and we are still the light of the world. We are raised as the light of God in this world. Why did he raise us as the light? Because the Lord knew that that monster called the devil will come with his stronghold of darkness to cover the earth. That's why the word of God declared in verse 2 of that Isaiah 16. He said, For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth. And that is what we are seeing. Darkness trying to cover the entire earth. And he said, Gross darkness, the people. Indeed, that darkness will be so gross, very thick. Terrible darkness. 
Then he said, But the Lord shall arise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon thee. No matter the kind of darkness that will come upon this world, God has made us the light of the world that will command that darkness to disappear. Can I give me a shout, hallelujah? We are called the light of God. If you look at 2 Timothy, come with me to the book of 2 Timothy chapter 3. 2 Timothy chapter 3. And reading from verse 1, he said, This know also that in the last days, perilous times shall come. He said, No. In the last days, a situation of serious and dangerous times. Dangerous and evil times. We are seeing it. In the last days, there will be dangerous and evil times. He said, You see it. Time that we, people will embrace darkness for light. People will see light, they will see darkness, but they will embrace darkness. It's happening. Time people will see lies, they will embrace lies and crucify truth. Time people will embrace unholiness, unrighteousness, ungodliness instead of holiness. It's at that time. We're already in that time. That's why it's called the end time. In the last days, end time. Verse 2. For men shall be lovers of their own selves. Look at it. A man will no longer be interested in a woman. He'll be interested in fellow man. A woman will no longer be interested in marrying a man. A woman will be interested in marrying fellow woman. Covetous, boasters, proud of their evil ways, blasphemers. If you are for the truth, they will bring you down. Blasphemy. Disobedient to parents. This is, is, is a battle to control your children. When we are growing up, our parents wouldn't talk. By the time they look at you, you understand the language they are speaking. And when you run under the bed. In those days, parents don't talk much. When they look at you, you know you are in trouble. They won't even say anything. The way they look at you will tell you that you are in trouble. And you begin to pray for escape from their punishment. But what do we see these days? You see, a child will stand and challenge the parents. And even organize to beat up the parents. Disobedient. If you are telling them about life, they are telling you about what life is all about. Not you that have experienced life. They will be telling you what life is all about. Unthankful. Ingratitude. Everywhere all over the world. You can listen to people. Appreciate what God is doing for them or what fellow people are doing for them. Life of ingratitude. Unholy unholiness. Truth without natural affection. Truth breakers they can't keep to agreement. No affection again. They don't have emotion. Blood is nothing to them. The key to sacrifice rituals. It's nothing. Splain blood is nothing to them. As long as they become who they want to be. Control power, control women. If I had the power, I can control in one million women. Fellow human beings will be at my back and calling. False accusers. Incontinence. Fears. Despisers of those that are good. In 
incontinent, lack of control, lacking the ability to control self, lacking moral or sexual moderation or self-control. Someone who is 40 years, 60, 70, 30, they find a child that is two years old. They find a small child. No sexual moderation, no self-control. They lack moral moderation. Verse 4, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure, more than lovers of God. They love things of the world more than God. They have having a form of godliness. They have their own word of holiness, have their own word of godliness, have their own word of righteousness, but denying the power thereof. He said, from such turn away. They preach holiness to suit themselves. They preach godliness to suit their pattern. Six, for of this sort are they which trip into houses and lead captive silly women, laden with sins, led away with diverse laws. He said, this set of people are ever learning, always studying, inventing new things, making researches, but he said, never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Modifying ideas, but you can never modify Christ. Inventing new things, new world order, but you can never invent God. You can never invent holiness. Learning breaking ground, making headlines. But the word of truth is far from them. There is gross darkness all over the world. We have gross darkness all over the world in form of flesh. Flesh has taken over the world through immorality. Darkness in the form of unholiness, in the form of unrighteousness, in the form of ungodliness. Gross darkness that does not allow holiness, righteousness, godliness to reign. Gross darkness that is busy quenching the light of God upon the world. Gross darkness that makes people embrace unholiness for holiness. Gross darkness that makes people embrace evil instead of the truth. Gross darkness that is so strong and strange that princes are trekking while slaves are riding on horses. Isaiah chapter 60 verse 1 declares that we are called as the light of God upon this earth to arrest this gross darkness. We are called to put an end to this gross darkness that is busy suffocating this world. We are called to arise in his glory to arrest this gross darkness rampaging the four corners of the earth. The question today is how many are still carriers of this light? The other day the Lord was speaking, he said, Christians should rise up. Then the next thing he said, where are the Christians? He said, where are the Christians? Where are my soldiers? He said, my soldiers are equally part of the problem. Those who are supposed to be my soldiers. My children are still part of the problem. Are you still a carrier of this light that the Lord has ordained to put up this gross darkness? Only you can speak for yourself. If presently that light is no longer on you, where will you spend eternity?
God is sounding a heavily alert for his children to sit up through revival and activate that light immediately. For gross darkness has sentenced many children of God to the realm of slumber. The devil is busy enthroning his stronghold of gross darkness through the monster called immorality. There is a conscious and passionate agenda to enthrone a generation of gross darkness through the youth all over the world. We no longer see programs about educational values and enlightenment. Rather, we are daily programmed through conscious and unconscious manipulations to embrace the world of Sodom and Gomorrah through immoral enlightenment and entrainment. Today we are saddled with a generation ignorance of the devices of the devil. A generation that lacks knowledge of God and the things of God. We are living in a generation that sees the media as their God. A generation that live, that eat, that drink, that dine, sleep and wake up wrapped up in the social media with little or no time for God. A generation that craves for civilization be too blind to come to terms that what you call civilization is simply a doorway to death and hell. A generation that has discarded moderation but are busy moderating destinies to hell. A generation that is ever learning but never able to come to the knowledge of Christ, which is the truth. A generation that lacks hunger for things of God and things of the Spirit. A generation that abhors holiness, but have insatiable appetite for power, for money, for women. A generation in the woodlands of evil greed and desire for immorality. A generation that the devil has turned and refocused to spend eternity in hell. The devil is after the souls of the people of the world through what they can see, feel, touch, taste, and smell. He is busy refocusing the desires of the world daily to immorality. He is busy taking over the minds of people on this earth. Taking over the minds of the old, the young, the youth and children. In this present onslaught of the devil, no one is spared. How do we explain the constant cases of immoral child abuse? Sudden upsurge in rape, in abnormal acts, and immoral war on children. Even children as little as a year old are not spared. What do we say of a generation? That demands that for every service of favor, repayment must be done through cash and sex. For many, for want to get anything from people on top, sex, immorality, must be part of the condition. Many moral programs have been outlined socially, engineering the minds of the world to a new world order through hijacking people's mind on the altar of immorality. Antichrist is closing up on our children across the globe 
all over the world through immorality in the church in governmental circles in private circles in offices at homes on the streets right in people's vehicles in gatherings different corners you will always come across this virus called immorality the antichrist has raised many effective soldiers in mind control strategy through immorality and place them in places of authority all over the world to perfect and enthrone his commission of sealing killing and destruction of destinies the antichrist has raised many effective soldiers all over the world what is the body of christ doing what are we doing to counter the penetration of demonic devices in our kingdom the antichrist is busy raising and working on our youth our children the old the young to accept immorality as a word of life and as a new world order the body of christ is not left out of this whole mess as we must call down the fire revival to prevail over the body of christ and over the entire world if you agree will you shout hallelujah it's time for all to amend our ways for time is running out hence this heavenly alert on immorality is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of god's judgment for indeed judgment was start from the house of god the time has come for us to keep our hearts with all diligence and allow the word of truth we are having today to sanctify us john chapter 17 16 declares that we are not of this world even though we end our existence and livelihood in this world we are still of the kingdom of god on assignment on this earth there is a heavenly alert for us as children of god to quickly retrace our steps from the system of the world we must put a stop to the rampaging maneuvers of the antichrist the antichrist through his weapon of social engineering is promoting all sorts of immorality of which the world and the youth in particular are craving for you hardly find a family where the youth are not deep necked in immorality immoral wars immoral slangs immoral videos immoral quotes immoral movements immoral wears are the eating now and the children of god are presently major patronizers we are now teaching the world how to wear and embrace radical immoral wears teaching them how to wear and embrace radical immoral products and we are quick to defend our actions by saying that christianity is of the mind at the same time we forget immorality is a monster an agent of death and hell it's a spiritual virus it's a spiritual cancer that eats up and swallow destinies immorality is no respecter of persons it demands one from the head to the tail it makes one from being a lender dwelling in abundance to becoming a borrower in the book of genesis chapter 49 verses 3 to 4 reuben lost his headship due to immorality immorality stole his headship 
Immorality is to kill and destroy the destiny of Samson. Evil flow of immorality in Judah was traceable to David of the tribe of Judah too. Immorality brought forth a curse upon David's family. Immorality caused the untimely death of Uriah, the husband of Bathsheba, in the hands of David. That evil seed of death, through cause of immorality, caused the untimely death of Ammon, David's son, when he raped his stepsister, Tamar, one of King David's daughters. Absalom, Tamar's elder brother, and brother to Ammon, killed Ammon two years later in retaliation. A brother killing his brother because of immorality. Absalom defied all the women, the wives his father David left behind when David ran out of the state because of Absalom's quest for the throne. And tragic immorality caused blood to flow in King David's family. God is speaking to us today to come out of that patronage of this monster of death and hell through this heavenly alert. The Holy Spirit has a message for us today through his word in the book of Acts chapter 20 verse 32. If you come with me please. Acts chapter 20 verse 32. And it's written And I'm brethren I commend you to God and to the word of his grace which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance among all them which are sanctified. The Lord wants us to come to this Acts chapter 20 verse 32 for us to be reconnected back to him. For us to be reconnected back to his eternal inheritance. For us to be sanctified. And it can only take place through genuine repentance. We must cling to his word of grace. His word of mercy. His word of genuine repentance. So that we'll be revived. Renewed. Restored. To possess what belongs to us. Which is eternity. In heaven. After our mission. On earth. He wants us to be connected. To our divine inheritance. Our divine inheritance is eternity in heaven. He wants us to live this life, run this race, finish this course, and come back to Him. It does not please Him to see anyone go to hell. Bow your heads. Begin to talk to the Lord this morning. We have heard the word. The word has gone forth. Immorality is a virus. People say, why is sin sweet? Sin is not sweet. It's destructive. It's death. It's hair. Things that are sweet kills and destroys. The sweet food you eat, if you do not have moderation, can kill and destroy that person. Sin is not sweet. It's a trick of the devil. It's time for us. As many as involved all over the world, in the body of Christ, in the church, to give up and accept our Lord and Savior back into our life. 
to take his proper position. Read the Bible. No matter how great those men the Lord used in the Bible, they played a role and they went back to him. We'll play our role and we'll get back, go back to our creator. But the question is, where will you spend eternity? Because eternity is not on this earth. Eternity is either in heaven or in hell. It's time for us to reject as adults, as children, as youth, as parents to reject this evil virus, this offer of the devil, and accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. Father, this morning we welcome you into our spiritual and body. Welcome you back into our life as we surrender unto your word, unto your message. We ask for your mercy. We have seen in different ways. Today, Father, for those of us who are not giving our life to Christ, who are willing, Father, receive them back into your kingdom. Let your blood wash us, purify us, make us to be who you want us to be, so that we will be worthy to stand before you as your children, while we'll be happy to call you our Father. Father, we thank you, Lord. Let that will be done. Be the exalted. Thank you for your mercy, for your grace, for the wonderful time you have made available for us to stand before you in general repentance. Let your name be glorified. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We thank you for listening to the Anointed Word of Life by Pastor Ezekiel Chim of Anointed Assembly International Ministry. You can reach us at number 7A, Awaniyin Lemo Street, Ajawo Estate, off International Airport Road, Lagos, or anointedassembly.org. For prayer and counseling, please call 70 May God richly bless you.